Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportal.pro. That's Sportal, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportal. Good times. Are you ready for some medium-level sports talk nonsense? Then you're in luck. Because it's not Monday, it's not Tuesday, it's Sports Wednesday. What is up, Wednesday Nation? Welcome to a very special Sports Wednesday. We're not recording our usual thing. No show sheet. Nope. This is Pete Brown, host for the show. Big man on campus. B to the M to the O to the C. I am driving right now on my way over to Maestro's. And we're going AAA Baseball, Columbus Clippers tonight. So we're going to record the show in bits and pieces as we watch a game. Coach cannot make it because uh, if I'm remembering his excuse correctly, he sucks. Breakdancer Mike hooking us up with some nice tickets. And here's the thing, Wednesday Nation, they're in the suite. I don't even know what that means. I've never been in a suite at a ball game. So I'm excited to find out. All right. BMOC out. Um, anybody going to count me in? Hello? Uh, Hello? Maestro? Hey, BMOC? Is anybody there? Great. Guess I'm doing this shit by myself. Hey, it's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. The solo tour. Hey everybody, welcome to Sports Wednesday, the sports podcast for the medium fan. And when I say medium, I mean way medium. Like, we get the sports stories pretty much right. Like, we know what kind of happens, like if something's going on. But the details, not so much. And by not so much, I mean not at all. And if you're cool with that, well, we're cool with that, and we'll do a show. My name is Matt Longley. I'm the coach, basketball legend. Um, I am joined by no one tonight. I am solo. My compadres, my podcast soldiers in arms, BMOC, BMOC. The big man on campus, Pete Brown, and the maestro, the guitar licks, live music, really what sets this whole show apart, Brian Hake. They are uh, attending a baseball game, a minor league baseball game. Uh, They got a suite. uh, Breakdancer Mike, with some perks from his job, got this sweet suite. They are down there yucking it up. I love yucking it up. They're probably yucking it up talking about me. I'm sure they're not focusing at all on the game. Just talking about me. That's what they do. Um, I couldn't make it. Um, I had to coach a game, ironically. I'm called the coach, and I coached a baseball game tonight. Um, I know you are all on pins and needles if we won or lost. We did lose. Um, we lost 5-2. to two. 
probably had seven to eight runners in scoring position. Didn't bring them home. Uh, mixed up the lineup a little bit. Got some people some playing time. Uh, had some big moments. Some kids could have had some really, really memorable moments, but uh, they didn't have them. They did the opposite. But oh well. Um, you lose some and you lose some. I was doing some thinking tonight and as I drove home from my game and I was trying to realize trying to put together how many games have I actually coached. I know I'm called a coach, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that have coached a lot of games, but I think just my own personal journey, how many games I've actually coached across so many sports. Um, just thinking of basketball, which I coached for several years. Uh, I coached girls basketball for several years. I've probably coached at least 200 games. Uh, baseball... If you just count the, the, uh, the middle school level, which is where I'm at and I've been at for quite a few years, probably 300, maybe a touch more. If you had youth baseball, I don't even want to get into that number. That number is ridiculous. And then football. I coached football uh, probably around 50 or so games. Defensive coordinator, Matt Longley, loved the Blitz. Um, coached girls softball, too. Uh, that's that's probably my least coached sport, um, and that would just be uh, probably around 20 games. But in those games, and now it seems like over a thousand games that I've coached, I've lost a lot. Um, I've won some, but I've lost a lot. And I've learned that even though tonight was a rough loss, I, I can get over it pretty quick. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but... I digress. Um, yes, I'm here solo tonight. Um, what do I have on tap for the show? I don't know, really. Uh, I know there are things coming up very soon. Uh, the NFL draft is coming up this week. And um, this would be an excellent time for us to have some banter about the NFL draft. Who do we think is going to be the top pick? Heck, we could even do uh, put some candy bars and do some wagers. Um and try to pick the top five and see what happens. Um, but we can't do that because I'm alone. And um, I don't know anything about most of the players that are going to be drafted this year. And I had a, a, a thought, and I don't think it's a, it's not groundbreaking, but I think other people that are listening too, the NFL draft just loses almost all of its luster if we're not talking about quarterbacks. I mean, I... I the defensive ends, I know there's a guy from Michigan. I know there's a guy from Oregon that are really good defensive linemen, you know, at defensive ends. They're probably going to be fantastic football players. Really good. Play many years. Um, but they don't move the meter. Right? They definitely don't move the meter for me. Last year was interesting. Um, this year, mm, quarterback-wise, anybody that has the number one or number two pick or three pick or even in the top 10 and they need a quarterback they just picked the wrong year to need a quarterback um so yeah that's my take on the nfl draft i don't know a lot um this is really maestro's spot where he can um pull stuff out of his ass and he gets it right i mean the dude is just uncanny at that um and that's this would also be the time that after i've gone into this long drawn out uh, discussion about the NFL draft that I may have picked up a tidbit or here two minutes before the show on ESPN. BMOC would call me out and um, make some snide remark, and it would make everybody laugh, including myself. Um, 
but we're not going to get that right now because once I once again I mentioned um, you're not hearing the live music or that snide remark because I'm alone. This is the solo show, Coach. Um, but yeah, I, I I think there was a selfish reason that I wanted to put this show out. I I had an amazing streak. We have we're we're nearing 200 episodes, and I've missed one. I missed one episode, and that was in November when I was on a trip with my kids for their marching band in California, and I missed a show. And it was for a good reason, but uh, it it's stuck in my craw. Like, I really want that streak back. And now I just have this, I have this just gnawing feeling. I can't miss again. I just can't, you know. Um, Wally Pip, you know, you, you miss one day and then you never get in your job back. So, um, and I know I'm on the edge. I know if these guys were doing this show by themselves, I, I know what they'd be saying. Is it time to let cut? Is it's a time to cut Coach loose? His his insight is weak. Um, what does he bring? He certainly doesn't play any live music. He doesn't have the podcast experience of a BMOC. What do I bring? Um, and I don't want to answer that because I don't want to. Um, give those guys any reason why to let me loose. I just want to try to stay on this podcast. So, um, so yeah, um, I really don't have um, a lot to say other than uh, thanks for listening to my mini solo show. Uh, we will be back next week with some great insight on what happened in the draft. I'm sure it'll be just spot on. The music will be hot. Um, BMOC snide remarks will just be, they will cut like a knife and people will love them and it will be at my expense and we will laugh and I will laugh and we'll just have a grand old time. We'll do some rants. Uh, we'll say some things we probably regret. Uh, there might be some beeps and you'll try to figure out what words we said or what did we say or what, what inappropriate comment did BMOC that he'll regret later. You'll think about that stuff. But that'll be on next week's show, Sports Wednesday. So tune in next week, um, and we're going to bring you a show. I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. But it's sure as hell going to be medium. Take care. And remember, get on your phones tomorrow morning and play Sportal. Sportal Sportal.pro, the sports word game that makes you love sports and love words all at the same time. Play it today. Share it. We'd love for you to get it out there. Um, Sportal. Sportal Sportal.pro. Good times, everybody. Good times. Pretty good. All right. BMOC here with uh, Maestro. Maestro, where's Coach? Coaches, coaches. Sucks, man. He sucks. He's playing against the Marysville Mets, maybe? Wait, now, Mike, then we're going to go to the suite. It's going to be an amazing experience. What's up, Wednesday Nation? BMOC here Wednesday morning, pulling the show together. Uh, that's all me and my story recorded. Yeah, just uh, two clips. Uh, had better intentions to record more, but it was a cold night at the old stadium. And we were drinking a good deal of craft beers, and those things won out. And also, uh, breakdancer Mike, he had another friend there named uh, Kyle. Uh, heretofore known on the show as Race Car Kyle because he builds race cars. And uh, 
I was trying to hold myself back with the questions, but I think I asked him quite a few questions about the race car building process. So I'm going to recap this morning, the evening for you. And also uh, thank you, Coach, for that eight and a half minute confessional. It's always uh, it's always interesting and a little frightening to get a, a glimpse into your unquiet mind when uh, when nobody else is around. It is true. Coach hates to lose. <laughs> he has coached some tough teams out there. Uh, but I, you know, I'm the coach and I go back to college. We played uh, softball together for years and years and years and on some terrible teams as well. And he, he does not like losing. Uh, for those of you who wondered who Wally Pip is, uh, the, he was the first baseman for the New York Yankees that was replaced by Lou Gehrig in the lineup one day because he had a sore back and he never got that spot back. So I know our, our 80 plus year old Listeners really love that reference. Good job there, Coach. Way to keep it relevant. So let me give you a couple of reviews here. First of all, my first game in the suite, in a in a suite, is a minor league ballpark suite. Super nice. Those suites are super nice, super fancy. Most of them are empty. It's like a little room that's kind of indoors and then like a little patio where you go out and watch the game. Not heated, though, interestingly. Well, there's there's like a French fry heater in there, so we turned that on to, to kind of keep us warm. But, I mean, it wasn't too bad when we got there. It was maybe, you know, high 40s, but it, it dropped pretty rapidly. We drank a lot of different craft beers. I think that's why I feel so bad. I have a terrible headache this morning. But the suite was great. Uh, Breakdancer Mike, who, I, I, long-time listener to the show, I don't think he's ever been on the show. We've asked him a bunch of times, and he's never been able to do it. His wife has been a guest picker for us, but he is not. I did capture a small clip of Breakdancer Mike when I was testing the microphone in the car on the way down. Look at this, man. That's like, that's epic, dude. There we have it. So now Breakdancer Mike's been on the show. Good job there. Uh, Nice little comment. Something was epic that he was looking at. He could probably replace Coach, now that I think about it. What does Coach bring to the show? I ask myself this question often. Here's what it is. For example, uh, recently we did our NBA season preview, season in review, playoff preview episode because we forgot to talk about the NBA for a year. None of us had watched much of it, so I was just like, all right, we're going to talk about the NBA. Coach, we're going to throw it to you. And Coach just has, he'll give it a go, right? He has a blissful ignorance about it, doesn't feel pressured to sound like an expert. So he'll he'll give it a go. And that's what he brings to the show. And uh, when you're talking about a show that has very little preparation or execution, it's an important quality. Enjoyed the suite. First time in a suite. Very cold. Man, I wish I, wish I could have showed you a picture of some of the race cars this guy Kyle has built. They're just amazing. And also, like, his race cars put, he said about, two two and a half g uh when he's going around curves and he like was describing what that feels like and he's like i don't know how the f1 guys deal with like 5g so maybe we'll get him on a show maybe we'll get him on a show talk about race cars sometime tall sean will love that wally pip wally pip nice job so here's the deal about the game uh columbus clippers currently in second place uh, they're twelve and six, off to a good start, which is uh, which is pretty good because the the Guardians have a lot of their talent up there in Cleveland right now. An up and down game. We weren't watching it super close, 
for the first six innings because we were talking, we were drinking craft beers, we walked around the stadium, we got something to eat. Really about the eighth inning, Columbus had been up, and in the eighth inning, Louisville came back, and they took a two-run lead. I'm sorry, it was a one-run lead, and then they scored another one in the ninth. So they were up two going into the bottom of the ninth. And, uh, you know, first guy popped out for the Clippers. Next guy gets on base. And then our left fielder, a guy who I'm calling Oscar Gonzo Gonzalez, a big right-hander, comes up and he takes a 2-1 pitch and puts it over the wall in left field. So Clippers tie the game in the bottom of the ninth. Very exciting. Not a lot of people at the game at this point. It's freezing cold, but the people that were there were making noise. Just just great baseball, what you love to see. Now we had a dilemma because we're all like, wow, let's go in extra innings. We could be here another hour, and they're not selling beer anymore. What do you do? But I did notice like three suites down, there's a pretty big suite local car dealership owns and they had a big party going on in there. So I went down there and I knocked on the door and I'm like, hey guys, hi. It's like, we're down a couple suites over. It's going to extra innings. We're out of beer. Do you happen to have three beers we can borrow? I don't even think I said borrow. I was like, do you just have three beers you can spot us? Yeah, that sounds cool. Let's say I said that. Hey, hey bro, you, can, you got spots three beers? And, uh, and this guy, he turns around, he looks, and then he just grabs a bottle of wine off his counter and hands it to me. He's like, here you go. Uh, and we shook hands. His name was Joe. He's awesome. If I need to buy a Toyota, I'm going to go look him up. Uh, and then we went back. It took us a little while to figure out how to get it open, but it was a Malbec. Look, I can drink wine, but like after a night of multiple different craft beers, it's it's a bit of a... I think it's why I feel so bad today. Like I just have a terrible headache. And anyway, it was good times. It was fun because it was like, you know, it was free and found, and it was someone helping us out, and we drank wine. Uh, and then, but you know, it was cold, and I'm like, we're gonna be here for a 17 inning game with this bottle of wine, and it's freezing cold. And then guess what happened? And this is where Coach is gonna get pretty upset if he indeed listens to the show. It's extra innings. So they put the runner on second. New rule, right? Coach has been railing about it on the show. It's the first time I've seen it live. I don't like it when I see it on TV. But on a freezing cold night, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And it was. It was compelling. Clippers held Louisville's runner on second. He didn't get advanced at all in the 10th inning, in the top of the 10th. The Clippers put their runner out there. I think our first guy struck out. Next guy, though, beautiful sacrifice. Lifts it in the uh, right-hander, pulls it to right field, uh, moves our runner over to third. Our little tiny crowd is is getting, it's getting raucous, getting a little rowdy. And then he scores on a pass ball, and we win the game. It was a walk-off pass ball. I've never seen that before. And it was super exciting. We were high-fiving. There were a bunch of little kids in the next suite over. I high-fived all of them. By the way, there's a guy in the next suite over in shorts and flip-flops. I'm like, that guy has got to be regretting his choices. Because it was, at this point, I don't know the actual temperature, but I think it's probably like 17 degrees below zero and a wind chill of like 120 below zero, like somewhere in that area. But... 
And maybe it was all the craft beer topped by the wine, topped by our exciting comeback win. But I turned to Maestro and I said, you know, I think I like this rule. I think I like the runner on second. And we, we talked about it for, I said, coach is going to hate this. But I'm telling you what, on a cold night in April in Columbus, Ohio, yeah, that rule worked. It worked well. And uh, I don't think the baseball was any less compelling for it. I think it made it more compelling. And we know baseball needs to do some things to continue to try and maintain some sort of relevance as it slowly sinks in the ranking of major sports in this country as its core fan base of 54-year-old white men starts to die off. And so, you know, maybe this is one of the things. Maybe we just got to get used to it. Maybe it's not going to go away. And I would argue... I would argue, had coach come to the game, and and to be fair, we're like, hey, bring the whole team, coach. We got extra seats here. He would have said, oh man, I hate, I, I, I love that we won, but I hate that rule. But like deep down inside, he would have been thinking, yeah, that rule's not so bad. Not so bad. The era of the no runner on second to start extra innings rule is the Wally Pip of rules, eras. Did that make sense? I think that made sense. So that was the game. It was a good game. Props to Breakdancer Mike for the hookup with the suite and the tickets. Props to Maestro for driving. He he held off drinking as much as the rest of us, and that's always great. Uh, props to Race Car Kyle for dealing with my questions, and props to Coach recording something, sending it in, adding some music in there, a little production quality. You know, the, the quality of his analysis is not improving, but I mean, that, that was a good sounding piece. It was a nice little piece. I did. Did you guys pick up, though? Did, did you see, like, the number of times he said BMOC snide remarks? Like, he said it enough times in his piece where you're like, hmm. He might be, he just might be smarting a little, you know? You, you have that friend and you're like, they're, they're a good dude, but like, they tend to say things that are a little too truthful or maybe a little socially unaware. And so you got to take a break from them every once in a while. Yeah, that's me. That is me to every single, anybody listening in Wednesday Nation that knows me is like, oh yeah, yeah. And they could probably all sit down and share stories about it. So snide remarks or not, we got some business to take care of. It's time. Let's do some quick updates from last week's show. All right, we did locks of the week on the last show. We haven't done that in a while, uh, and it uh, went, uh, went pretty well. It was NBA locks of the week. Uh, BMOC had picked Philadelphia minus two against Toronto. They won that game by three, 104 to 101. That's plus one there. Coach took Golden State minus two against Denver. They won 118, 113, plus one there. Maestro, unfortunately, thought the Brooklyn Nets plus three and a half against Boston would come in. It was not quite enough on that line. No points there. And then our guests, I think what the the lock of the week of the week. Golf cart Jeremy, holy cow, picked Chicago plus 10 against Milwaukee, and the Bulls win that game 114 to 110. Uh, wow. And I, I was like, that's a bold pick. And what a pick that was. Nice job there, golf cart Jeremy. Uh, Max Green, our NBA expert, 
thought the Raptors plus two would come in. It did not. And Liam Longley thought it would be Brooklyn plus three and a half. Also did not come in. Boston looking good in the NBA. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. So our lock of the week standings right now. Maestro in first place, five out of seven. BMOC and Coach, and both of them proved to two out of seven, and our guests now one out of three. That's right, we don't have seven guest picks in yet because math is hard. It's hard. And you don't come to this show for math, do you? If you come to Sports Wednesday for math tips, that's maybe find a different show. That's all I'm going to say. We also had a couple of wagers in the Wager of the Week battle. This is where we had uh, we all started with 10 points, and we've been making wagers, and uh, those did not go as well for everybody. So Maestro took the over in the Colorado Avalanche-Seattle Kraken hockey game of six and a half goals. Only five goals scored in that game. He loses five points. Coach, the over-under on blocks for Kevin Durant was .5. Kevin Durant, he was a giant person, just needed to block one ball against the Celtics. He did not. Coach does not get that point. BMOC, he bet on Ferrari getting a double podium at the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix. Did not come in. He also threw a point on Checo Perez coming in first. That didn't come in. Checo came in second. So everybody lost money. BMOC down to nine. Coach down to 19. And Maestro down to 14 points. Those are your updates. That's the show. This has been a weird show. You know, we don't have the three of us busting on each other and laughing and punctuating it with live sick guitar riffs. And it uh, it really misses something. So if you have listened this far, uh, God bless you. I don't know why you would have. But uh, but good good on you. You know, we do say that the show is, you know, we're flirting with the Mendoza line in podcasts. And that is when your number of episodes is greater than your number of average listeners. <laughs> and so we're coming up around 190. We probably usually get 150, 200 listeners. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I think if we fall too far under that line, then uh, we're going to take a good hard look at, uh, we're going to have to make some tough personnel decisions. Just business. Just business. Nothing to worry about. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, and once again, shout out to breakdancer Mike, race car Kyle, and you, our intrepid loyal listeners of Wednesday Nation. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everyone. Good times. Let's end this show with a sick guitar lick, the way it should have started. This is a classic maestro from way back in March. by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at sportwednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at sportswednesday. 
For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Hmm. Yeah. Coach sucks.